Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. You are listening to a recording of an enriched Psuke de Zimra sung by Rabbi Adam Klickfeld, Rabbi Rebecca Schatz, and Rabbi Cantor Hilary Chorney with words of Torah from Rabbi David Ingber of Romamu Congregation in New York City. Shalom, everyone. Good to see you all. We have a, have a tradition that we developed over COVID to welcome as many people by name as possible. It's sometimes just a random uh, selection of whom I can see and whose names I can see. So welcome Joanna from Ottawa, and welcome Gabai Extraordinary Karen Cass, <laughs> and welcome Ed Smith and the Backracks and Henry Morgan, and welcome uh, Bruce Newman, and welcome Mayor... Liederman, and welcome Jeannie Richard, and welcome Michelle Zeckel, and welcome Cheyenne Schneider, and welcome Irving Skolnick. We miss you. We miss all of you, but I, <laughs> I thought to say it when I said Irving's name. Welcome, oh, it changed, to... Carl Sunshine. Carl Sunshine. Welcome to Annette Berman. Welcome to, I think, is that Stan Goldstein? And mm-hmm. to Tzvi Resnick. Welcome to Rabbi David Ingber, and welcome to Rabbi David Ingber, because there are... <laughs> <laughs> What's better than one Rabbi David Ingber? Two Rabbi David Ingbers. Uh, one for Zachor, one for Shamor. One for uh, Zachor, one for Shamor. Uh, <laughs> one for I and one for Hey. Uh, so <laughs> it, as more names come on the screen, we'll welcome you. We, we love uh, David Rose. Welcome. Um, and um, here we are. We're going to be doing this uh, service. We have a couple of firsts here. So one of the firsts is that Rabbi Chorney and Rabbi Schatz and I, who, as you know, love singing together, are standing next to one another, and we are unmasked, and we are singing, and we want you to know that we are following the most recent uh, guidelines from the county, saying that when you are streaming a service, a religious service, you can have up to three people who are vaccinated uh, being next to each other and singing. We are all vaccinated, and each of us feels fully comfortable doing this. We don't want you to think that we're being uh, derelict, um, and the the guidelines change every week, and it's 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 a mechaya because we haven't done this in a very long time, and it's uh, a first because we're welcoming Shabbat Shalom Jackie, Shabbat Shalom Judy, Shabbat Shalom Eitan. Uh, we're welcoming <laughs> Rabbi David Ingber, uh, a dear dear friend and colleague, uh, whom I met when I was studying at the Hartman Institute a few years ago, uh, and we've become uh, re- real um, um, brother friends in our. Um, connection to one another in the way we talk about Judaism, talk about sharing Torah, and we talked for some time. Wouldn't it be interesting, because now we can do this, to uh, appear at and 
offer some words of Torah at one another's uh, congregations. A few months ago, I did the same for my dear friend Rabbi Ari Sunshine Synagogue in Dallas, and Rabbi Ingber, who's already finishes, finished his Shabbat morning services um, at Romamu, the organization, the synagogue and um, outreach organization that he founded uh, about a decade ago. You can correct me on the on the, on the years. Uh, he's already had his Shabbat morning service, and now he's going to join us. And what we're going to do this morning, we're going to do our slow singing through Pesukei de Zimra, uh, interrupted a few times by Rabbi, Rabbi Ingber sharing some divrei tefillah, some words of uh, insight into the tefillah. We'll daven shachrit. Uh, we'll have the Torah service, after which Rabbi Ingber will share some words of Torah. And then either in lieu of Musaf or after Musaf, depending on the time, Rabbi Ingber and I will share a bit of a talk back uh, regarding questions of post-pandemic Judaism, uh, renewal Judaism, which is the movement of Judaism in which Rabbi Ingber was trained, and concerted Judaism and what they can perhaps impart to one another, and anything else that might come up between now and then. So we're delighted to have you here. Shabbat Shalom. That was a longer introduction than I wanted, so why don't we re- return to where we had been just before that. Mode ani lefanecha melecha ibekayam shehezarta binishmati we're going to announce pages from three Sidorim. The first page announced will be the Lev Shalem. The second page will be the Slim Shalom for Shabbat. And the third page for Sim Shalom. Page 103, 65 or 10. Please rise for Birkot HaShachar. Maybe seated, we're going to turn to page 
May be seated. We turn to page 128 or 88 or 62. We'll pick up in the middle of that sum. Sefatechah, Mida Bermir, 
מסור מרע, ועשה טוב, בכשלום ורודפהו. נצור, נצור, לשונך מרע, ושפתך מדבר מרמסור מרע. ועשה טוב, בכשלום ורודפהו. We continue on page 132, or 92, or 72. We rise for Halel Hagadol, starting uh, with the tune that Rabbi Ingber and I learned together in a place called the Martef, off of Emek Rifaim Street in Yerushalayim, in a moment that I've, I've shared with you before, uh, members of the community that really pushed, the, pushed me in this community towards a different way of understanding how music and nigun and a sense of the, the spirit of the moment can infuse our prayer experience. Please rise 132, 92 or 72. <laughs>
And as we anticipate the psalm for Shabbat, which can be found on page one thirty-four, around ninety-four, and around seventy-five, may be seated as Rabbi Ingber awakens from his meditation and shares with us some insights into Psalm ninety-two. Awakens from my meditation. So beautiful. Such a beautiful, beautiful Sukhidi Zimra. And it's such an honor to be here with you, like Liegfeld, and with the clergy team, and to all of you here. Thank you for the Hachnasat Orchims, for the beautiful way that you're inviting someone who's never been to your sanctuary. I feel really so beautifully welcomed and empowered that I can actually offer a Dvar Torah, something of Torah. And it began with Moda'ani, this beautiful entree into Hoda'ah, which is gratitude. And I once heard someone say that the gratitude is the attitude of the awakened heart, that when we're awake, when we're alive, it isn't as though at every single moment, right, <laughs> we're in bliss, but it's often that when we are awake, we become aware of gifts. There's a kind of giftedness, a certain um, present. And it could be otherwise. It kind of brings us into the presence of the of the miracle of living. Shabbat, of course, is the day of Hoda'ah. It's the Thanksgiving every single week. And so it isn't surprising at all that the psalm of Shabbat begins, Tov lehodot ladunai. It's good, meaning it is as it should be. Meaning it is... Like that we awaken ourselves when we practice gratitude. And so it ends too with Sadiqata Mayifrach, that the righteous they blossom their Purchim, there's a flourishing that happens in the place where gratitude is. The normally Melech, the great Hasidic master Ali Melech of Lejans, said on the verse in Psalm seventy two in Tehillam Ayin Bet, the Pasuk says that Sadiq Yifrach Biyamav that a righteous one is blooming in their days, biyamav. And so the Nomech Limelech, Limelech says, yeah, because the righteous are the ones who grab hold of the day. They grab hold of the opportunity to say thank you as often as possible. Because in recognition of, right, of a gift, we say thank you. So Shabbos is Thanksgiving. And blossoming happens when we open up and say thank you. So thank you for this moment. Thank you for whatever it is that's around. Thank you for this breath. Thank you for this body. Thank you for this life. Thank you for this community. Thank you for for Shabbat. Sadiqa Tamar Yifrach. Mizmoshir liyom ha-Shabbat tov lehodot ladunai. It's really good when we give thanks. Tov lehodot Ladonai, 
Hagi Baboker Hasecha Le Hagi Baboker Hasecha Beyamunarcha Baleilo Beyamunarcha Baleilo travel in enough of the same circles that I think you're familiar with most of the music we're going to do this morning. I'm not sure if you knew that Mihaish, but I think the next one might be new for you. And so it's a delight for us to share with you one of Rabbi Chorney's compositions on Psalm 93. <laughs> Afti konte veo baltimot Nachon kisacha meyaz meolamata Nase unarota donai Nase unarot kolam Yisu, 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 Narot Tochyam. Mikolot Mayim Rabim, Adirim Mishpareyam. Adir, 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 Bamarom Adonai. Elotechanem lumeot, lehevetchanahava kodesh, Adonai leorech ya'amim, Adonai leorech Ashray, page 136, 96, or 81. <laughs> Meata viadola, meata viadola, meata viadola, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
pick up towards the bottom of the next psalm. Adonai Shomeret Gerim Yatomeyam Anayehoded Vederech Reshaim Yehaved Yimloch Adonai Leolam Elohaih Zion Vador Hallelujah 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 We skip one psalm and just before we sing and Navatahil is tuned to Psalm 148. Once again, Rabbi Ingber. The question for all of us in our spiritual work, whether it's, you know, in prayer, in mitzvot, in learning, the question for all of us is, is what's the purpose? What's the point? What's the lema? In what direction are we aiming? In many ways, when we speak of religion, and when we speak of of spiritual practices, and we speak of a yearning to be connected to the divine, we almost always think of an arrow that points towards heaven. We almost always think of this rainbow image of our prayers as the arrows that are intended to reach the divine. And in fact, we almost always imagine ourselves in that way too, that we want to go up, aliyah, aliyah, to go up, to go up. And the hallelujahs, from Leonard Cohen to King David and back again into all of the different remarkable ways that we praise, are almost always imagined as a, as a way to go, to go somewhere. But this psalm in particular, Psalm 148, imagines spiritual practice like the word for religion itself as a ligamenting. The word for text itself is to tie, to sew, a weaving together. Nada shamayim shamayim ladunai va'aretz natan livni adam, heavens for God and earth for us, but rather a weaving of them together. And so we begin, you know, praise God. shamayim, we say, no, not just shamayim, then also here, let the snow, let the mountains, let it all be in praise. To find ourselves not only inclining and directing ourselves upward, but also bringing upward down into the minutia of our day-to-day, into the song that is in all things. To raise praise is also to embody it and to bring it into every place. So hallelujah, hallelujah, right? Hallelujah, Adonai, mina shamayim, but also in the Miromi, but also down here, on the streets of L.A., <laughs> on the streets of Manhattan. Ay, ay. This is the psalm, Psalm 148, bringing heaven to earth. Hallelujah, <laughs> 
Please rise on 142 and around 
Yeshua. Before we turn over to Rabbi Ingber again to say some words before Nishmat, just a spontaneous thought that this is... Um, this is more emotional than I expected it to be. We, we've gotten used to so many weird realities in COVID. We got used to them quickly because we had to. We got used to not seeing anyone. We got used to just the vagaries of Zoom where it's really one voice that can be heard at a time. So for months and months and months, it was one of us in this room. And we may have seen the other one's faces on the screen, but there was no way to meld voice or experience. It's one stream at a time. Right? No wonder Twin Powers, if you get that reference from 80s cartoons. And then about, I don't know, two or three months ago, we New got years. around New Year's, we moved to a stage where, where two or three of us could be in the sanctuary, but 50 feet apart in every direction. So the only way we were hearing each other was really just through the microphones. And a digitized version of someone's face or voice is just different than their actual face or voice. And now we still have the, we're hearing several things. We're hearing our voices reverberating through the speakers. But we're also actually hearing each other's voices, which is an entirely different experience. And it really does feel like a Shekhyanu. And the only thing that's missing is all of you, right? I mean, I'm just, we're, we're getting there. In fact, two weeks, two weeks from the Shabbat? Two next, weeks next week. Next week? Next week we're going to have our first Shabbat that's, I have no idea. Um, next week, we have our first Shabbat morning service here in the sanctuary. Um, we've had daily meeting here, but we're going to have about 25 or 30 people. And it will not be the same as having 200 people singing these songs, but it'll, it, it's going to be an amazing return. So, you know, spring is coming, as it were, and uh, a return to sounds that we took for granted that we'll never take for granted again and presences that we took for granted that we'll hopefully never take for granted again are coming soon. And it's just such a beautiful thing to sing with the two of you uh, right next to me. Yeah. Rabbi Ingber. Rabbi Kliegfeld, what, you know, so beautiful. Just you, the three of you are already embodying Nishmat Kulchai. That this, you know, this profound recognition that, that breath is both that which animates us and also is the the portal to presence where we are with the world and we exchange with the world. We breathe out and the trees breathe in what we breathe out. And so Shabbat is called the day of the Neshama, Neshama Yitera, the extra soul, which of course is like saying we have extra breath, extra breath, extra space. But more appreciatively, it's the singing that you guys are engaging in, this exchanging of what, you know, on the one hand for the last year, breath has become synonymous with Contagion has been synonymous with danger, and on the other hand, here in what's been missing, of course, is the animating power of the breath, of the sound, of the expression. I know that uh, for me here, you know, for me too, sitting in this apartment, I haven't been in my house in Manhattan for a year. I only came in this week to bring my my middle son to go to a yeshiva to try a yeshiva here <laughs> in Manhattan, 
first time he was in school in 13 months. And now here, my first time being in the presence of all of your holy people, your Kila Kedosha, and hearing the beautiful harmonies that are lifting me up to and making me emotional over here. And look at that. Unbelievable. Nishmat Kol Chai. So I'm just thinking at this moment, if all of you wouldn't mind just for a moment just to, to become aware of your own breathing. We became painfully aware over the last couple of months also of the gift of breath itself. We begin every morning aware, Elohai Nishamash Natatabi. Natatabi. It's a gift. The gift of being breathed at this moment. And like our breath, Shabbat comes whether we like it or not. Shabbat is a gift, as the Talmud says, a matanatova yeshli bebeitkinazai. A good gift God gave us. It's called Shabbat. Lech emorlehem. Go tell them it's Shabbat. Shabbat's a gift. And it's a gift even if you reject it. <laughs> like the breath. It's there when we need it. And sometimes, unfortunately, as we saw this week, it's not. And so just becoming aware of Nishmat Kochai, the breath of life that is breathing each and every one of us. Equally, the same animating force that breathes Rabbi Kliegfeld and, and Rabbi Schatz and Kedah Chorni and all of us, right? It is the same on the East Coast, on the Left Coast, on South and North it is Nishmat Kochai, the same breath. We share that. So Nishmat Kochai, the breath that is in all things, is blessing each one of us. Nishmat Kochai. Nishmat Kochai Tevarech et Shimcha There's a, a symmetry or an asymmetry, depending on how you look at it, to the construction of this prayer. As Rabbi Engber began, it begins with that which is most ephemeral, the neshama, the, the breath that we take, and the soul, which is the piece of us that can't be located, it can't be touched, but it's more real than possible. And we end with the viscera, Kol atzmotai tomarna. Let all of my bones, the stuff that makes my body work, allows me to stand and to sit, not just my neshama, but the other part of me, the physical, the material, 
Let all my bones say it out loud, Adonai Michamocha, O Heavenly One, who is like you? Matzil Oni Mechazak Menu, you God who rescued the one who is impoverished from that which is stronger than that person, Va'ani Ve'evyon Mikozlo, and the wretched from those who would take advantage of it. So we begin the end of Pesukei de Zimra with the way we began each day with Elohai Neshama. We are breathing, we are alive, and it's a miracle. And that breath allows our bones and our muscles and our entire body to operate. And it's in that fusion that we offer praises to the one who created us all. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.